here's some of what you ready? I'm Marquis. Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass viewer. It's like walk-up music. Yeah, 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 yeah. WWE shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. With some wet ass viewer. Bring me for this wet ass viewer. Give me everything you've got for this wet ass viewer. This is the guys. This is what feminists fought for. Did all that go through? Oh yeah, we got we got all that. <laughs> is my mic working? Yeah, yeah, you're coming through good. We got all that. <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> I came back to my computer at an odd time. <laughs> it's a banger. It's what we in the industry call a bop. It's a good old Benny Shap. <laughs> yeah, for some reason yesterday I had the Ben Shapiro version of of wet ass pussy stuck in my head. <laughs> had to listen to it. <laughs> It's empowering. Yeah, that's that's great. real, right? He was like upset about WAP or whatever. That was like a that part is real, right? He was actually like upset yeah, about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's that's all that's all that's from like a segment he did on Wet Ass Pussy, oh where he's like just horrified by it, which is understandable. Yeah, these people are <laughs> but, fucking uh, sick. <laughs> just listening to him read the lyrics. Oh, he read uh, all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's the marriage of opposites. It's like this this poetic, artistic thing of beauty. You have like this the most uptight, prudish guy in the world reading wet ass pussy. You kind of it, yeah. it, you kind of have to wonder a little bit. Like it reminds me of this, like this like Abby Shapiro pictures of her with like her bare feet showing, and you're like you know what she's doing. And it's like this he like reads the lyrics. This is like a man who makes his living on the fucking internet, and he does this. Yeah, let's not pretend yeah, that she doesn't know what know. she's doing. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, they're both offering up <laughs> bait. Yeah, yeah. Ben Shapiro has a book called Porn Generation that he wrote when he was still a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I got the audio book for it. He's like, I'm living proof. Uh, I listen to the whole thing. I don't know why. It was So I'm at Slaboy T. Alright, this is uh, Shit Spouter 37. This is a black.com build. This is the Fed Post. But I'm, you know, I'm not on Twitter anymore, so... Do you get do you get banned? The entire original Groiper and Frog Twitter community got banned wow. all at once. No kidding. I don't I don't even know what's going on on Twitter. I have I've like not even been working. <laughs> when much. did that uh, take place? Like a month ago. Okay. We're all on Gab now. or or Telegram. But uh, yeah, just like thousands of I don't know how, how many how many accounts were lost. The Great Purge. But uh, the frogs, the frogs migrated. Yeah. <laughs> was uh, is it very sad? Is it better over there? Is it uh, how? Uh, what's the difference? I haven't really been on Gab or. Oh man, you should join Gab. You'll be like the the third black guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're filling its role. <laughs> There's no black people on Gab. I gotta get in There's early. There's no black people on Gab, and everybody's real like. Uh, I, I made a post about this. Like, uh, there's the, the racism on Twitter is is sexier than the racism on Gab. It's like a <laughs> it's that raw, uncut shit. Like a, well, it's like a it's like a slow, seductive, burlesque striptease. <laughs> Doesn't show you everything. Just, you know, piece by piece. Uh, you know, yeah, it was just you know, like the, the, all out. The end towers. The end towers are like you know. 
<laughs> very slowly spelling out the N word <laughs> one by one <laughs> versus Gab. It's, it's just like porn. It's just like hardcore porn just showing you like angles you'd never even thought of. Like it's just very clinical. It's just like, I don't know. It's, you know, it's too much. That's an, am- that's an amazing it's just- metaphor. <laughs> I got to check this out. Yeah. I got to go on there. <laughs> Hell of a sales pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm selling. I'm selling uh, Twitter there, but you know, I don't know. I just feel like people should just be more creative with their racism. Well, yeah, I guess you if, if you if you're always at risk of being banned or whatever, you got to be more crafty and subtle. But over there, I guess you can just just show it all. Yeah, diamonds are created on uh, from, from yeah. pressure, right? You gotta, <laughs> yeah, you got to have challenging conditions. The adversity make makes really you refine your craft. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no risk. There's no like yeah. There's nobody to report your account if you go a little too far. It doesn't have the same appeal anymore. So what is is it like so. all is it like mostly right wingers and just like the admin isn't really like checking on shit like that? Is it just like that type of like environment? Yeah, pretty much. Like the the guy who runs the site is a right winger. Um, yeah, I don't know how many people are on it. Like it, it's nice because the since the entire frog Twitter community was banned, we all went to one place, so we're all interacting with each other like we did on on uh, Twitter, um, which is you know we have like people to talk to in that sense. But part of the fun of doing that on Twitter was like we're our own little island in this ocean of libtards and right. weirdos and uh, you know they'll they'll stumble into our <laughs> little thing that we've built <laughs> and be very confused right. and um, or even the even the right wingers on Twitter I don't think really understood what we were doing like Fuentes uh, 2019 he he decided he was the leader of the Groypers mm. and like took over. What is essentially like we, we just draw shitty cartoons of frogs in Photoshop and like it's it's not like a political movement. It's it's um, I don't know. Memeology. Just something for fun. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I saw some interview where somebody was talking about being on Gab and, and like they just interviewed some kid on the street. And he was just like, yeah, it's just not as fun because I, I can't own the libs here. Like it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no libs yeah. to like, you know, the really like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, every yeah, everybody's everybody's picking on uh boomers like like boomer cons cutards and neocons yeah people like that aha aha i see i've been i've been picking on the the libertarians that are really really mad that uh gab doesn't allow porn (laughs) (laughs) speaking of porn uh yeah that's not allowed on gab oh it's not completely the wild west wholesome website yeah it's wholesome wholesome racism oh it's not it's not really free speech because it doesn't have videos of people fucking which is a form of speech, right? <laughs> in so many, in so many words. Yeah. yeah. Well, the lady in the video wasn't really able to speak, but uh, yeah, in a way, bounding gag. Yeah. In a way. <laughs> Why is that? Just like for like, uh, like you know, wholesome like family value. Is that is that? Yeah. Like, is that reasoning? on account of the audience? Uh, the we're asking, the, we're asking the Jeannie all these questions. Uh, like, what's it like on the inside? 
Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I'm selling you on Gab. Come to Gab. Uh, the owner of the site's like a family man, Christian, who, you know, he objects to porn. He is all in favor of free speech. I, don't, I mean, it's not, it's porn isn't speech. It's imagery. Right. This is our, this is our, uh, this is our ad spot. You're selling, <laughs> you're selling our audience, our leftoid audience on, uh, on uh, conservative yes. social media services. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I really want, uh, I shouldn't say whatever I'll say. I really want Amy to get banned again. <laughs> so she joins Gab and that all the weirdo <laughs> people that are obsessed with her have to have to join Gab mm. in order to like get their fill, get their, right. get their like hate. Yeah, posting. they can take screenshots. Because your little section of Twitter is probably the only thing that I miss from Twitter of like people that I like. Otherwise, everybody I like got banned. Right. Oh, like yeah. They're somewhere else. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Everybody, a lot of good accounts just got purged off of there. And just even, even before, just like people were just getting run off for like different reasons or cancellation. So it's just gradually been getting because this is like the third purge now since the election, like or second yeah. purge, like after the capital raid and all that. So people have just been dropping like flies. It's just getting progressively more boring. Like, you know what I mean? Like Trump's yeah. not even there. You know what I mean? It's just getting more boring. Yeah. 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 The fact that they banned him like also makes me not want to go back and just what's the oh yeah yeah you're right i mean like it, it's yeah we're we're you know you definitely like like you say you're just on an island uh as far as like not being a lip well he was like he was like uh, the consistent like long-running show that was just fairly consistently good uh and so yeah without that it's kind of like the mainstay is gone last i was on it was pretty boring but dude, if he did come back with his own platform i would certainly that would yeah. probably be well you saw you saw the news right yeah i was just telling him about yeah, it while yeah. you were gone but we can recap it again yeah yeah hit me with it oh just that trump is rumored to start a new social media site in the next few months i did hear that i feel i feel like that's kind of bullshit Cause like, dude, if I was, if I was like, if I was like about to put up or like release or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like a launch, that's the word, like a social media site, I would just completely say like, of course, like Trump's going to come for like, be on it. Let's go. Um, but like, I don't know, like, well, it would be his own thing. Not like he's not going to join somebody else's right pre-existing i mean do, do you do you think uh you think he would do such a thing i mean i think he would uh my concern is how different would it would it be from like parlor or yeah, something that's it, already been tried why does he just join gab uh, you know yeah, i guess it's, there's money to be made he should yeah. um i mean gab isn't the best site infrastructurally like it goes down all the time uh Mm. So I don't know, maybe he could help out with that. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but the governor of Texas uh, did a video where he talked about Gab being an anti-Semitic hate site. And it was him and two, I think, state senators or legislatures. I I don't know who they were, but um, there's I don't know what they're they're proposing some new law that will fuck over Gab that I I haven't. Oh, really? Exactly. how? Yeah. And they're they're saying that uh, this is these are not our values like them in between a Texas flag, American flag, and like a freshly bought uh, Israeli flag that still has like the, it like hasn't been ironed yet. Right, right. right. It's got the um, square creases. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, like, so, so, I mean, that's the move though. That's the move though, right? Like it's just like any right wing, any right wing platform is just immediately synonymous with just yeah. like some form of white supremacy or something. That's just what you say every time. Like, yeah. 
I mean, I don't know how you can fucking, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very, very uh, frustrating because there's no other, like the only platforms that I'm not worried about are hosted in other countries. Like Telegram is hosted out of Russia oh. and I'm, I'm not worried about them doing anything like that. But Gab is, you know, they're in Texas, which is a conservative state, uh, but doesn't matter. <laughs> it's in America and, and all of America has this issue. Yeah. I mean, the, the like the parlor doxings that were going on and, and uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like as soon as the capital raid happened, like, yeah, there was just that purge and then moved to parlor and Gab. And then now, yeah, there's always been this sense that they're going to crack down on those and shut those down as well. And they're like, oh, it's a hotbed for right-wing terrorist mentality or whatever fashion. Yeah, so. I mean, they, they were doing that for years before slowly. The capital thing was just like the, uh, I don't even think it's that it, all of this is a response to the, the capital raid as much as like that was the day when Biden was confirmed. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that, you know, the deal was done. He's going to be the president. Uh, the uh, rigging succeeded and they don't need to have anybody that says that the president's illegitimate on their platforms anymore. Right, right. I think that's that's where it's coming yeah. from. Yeah, I think the capital thing was more so like just a quick justification for it. Like they can pump it through the media and yeah. get everyone riled up on it and then they can be like, oh, well, that's why we're doing it actually. And now it's right. fresh in people's minds. So like, oh, domestic terrorism could be your neighbor that walked down the street with a flag. Right, I mean, like, yeah, like the, yeah. The, the, the the protest is like the best thing that could have happened. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> well, in that, well, it, in the sense, <laughs> yes, I agree. In the sense that it was basically like good Oh, you mean good, like that? Okay, yeah, yeah, good entertainment, absolutely. But just yeah, I mean, just for just for like uh, uh, the people that it was, you know, <laughs> in opposition of, completely, completely a handy thing yeah. to have happen. Well, something was going to happen. They they had all these people show up in D.C. The president was going to speak. The president was going to have them protest in some form or another, and you know they took advantage of that. Uh, this is just, it's similar to how in Charlottesville they knew in advance there's going to be a whole bunch of people in one place who uh, have bad politics, you know, so they arranged in advance in the media where like they already had the narrative cooked up. Something was going to happen. There was going to be violence there. There was violence at right wing events all all of 2017 and part of 2016 on like college campuses, uh, speaking tours for conservatives. So they knew there was going to there's going to be something like that's going to happen in Charlottesville and something like that did happen. And then they, they just haven't stopped talking about it since then. And this is the new Charlottesville. Right. This is the new, you know, horrible thing. We can't we can't allow a bunch of people to run into the Capitol building and put their feet on the desks of, of uh, congressmen and senators. And right. I think I think. Yeah, I think that's true. That comparison. I think the, I think the biggest difference in my mind is Charlottesville was more clearly uh, like LARP was all these preppy motherfuckers pulling up. and It's <laughs> all right. Like, you know, they just love that because they love to make them bigger than they are. And then, you know, you know, Richard Spencer or whatever, he's fucking supporting Biden or whatever. So it's, it all just <laughs> evaporated into a joke. But the people at the Capitol raid, I think I think the bigger difference there is that it's it's less of a LARP to me. I mean, I'm you know, not many people agree with me about that. But to me, it was more of a uh, more of an organic thing. But what, what, what do you make of that? Like, do you do you do you view it as a sort of a LARP or do you view like the I mean, authenticity? No, I don't I don't. I don't view either as LARPs because Charlottesville was a protest against the removal of Confederate monuments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, now when you bring it up, people just think it was like an anime convention for <laughs> white nationalists. Yeah, for both. 
you know <laughs> plenty of fairies on both and, sides and, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 like it had a it had a very clearly uh defined purpose it wasn't just like a a general gathering for the bad people sure um, sure yeah richard I, I, was there and, and right. sorry go ahead no no go ahead richard was there and and uh other you know speakers were there um but it yeah. wasn't about the speaker speakers were going to i mean i don't know what they would have said but they were supposedly going to give speeches about the robert e lee monument in lee park and how it's you know not a good idea to rewrite history and remove statues that have to do with american history and uh i'm sure they would have uh, had their own ideological motivations come through in those speeches but it wasn't about any sort of ideology it wasn't about white nationalism i mean i know that i know what the argument is for why it was about white nationalism from the white nationalist perspective which is that uh the reason why these statues are being removed is that they're statues of white men and mm-hmm. it's part of a general trend of tearing down tearing Very down rich. the past and yeah and we kind of saw that last year with the blm the riots were targeting statues of of white men whether or not they were confederates or in the union i think there was like a, a Abraham Lincoln statue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it just doesn't matter. It's just, these are old white men. You go. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of on a tangent there. I don't think that. Um, uh, I don't think that Charlottesville was a LARP for the people that attended. I I don't know what the motivations of Richard were because I question what they are now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. You, you've seen me go off on Richard plenty. <laughs> so, right. Right. Um, right. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how long Richard was planning on. Uh, being a right winger before becoming a Democrat or like whatever the fuck he is now. <laughs> what was his career trajectory? What was his media trajectory? Yeah. Was, was this a long game thing he was doing? Yeah. Or? The Biden campaign started all those, all those years ago. Yeah. I don't know. I, I suspect it's his girlfriend who's like a liberal journalist who has connections i don't know i can speculate i, I have no idea though no i think I there's really something care. to it i think there's yeah we don't have to stay on fuck this. him I mean, yeah fuck him yeah like, obviously him yeah 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 i mean there's there's nothing to that because he was like i remember in 2016 after trump won like he was like all on cnn that that video of him with the convention or whatever raising the hand or whatever and it's just like he's doing interviews and it's just like damn i don't know i feel like if you're really about that shit you're probably not doing interviews on cnn you know what i mean like there's something a little fishy about that but like i don't know i mean obviously at the time i believe i was a rattler so i thought like you know fash is about to drop or whatever like but right, look uh, at this look at this scary guy going on cnn oh god yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah i mean he's obviously proven to be a joke i mean the only thing i say about charlottesville is that like i tell the leftwards the same thing about uh, the statues I'm like who gives a fuck you know what i mean who gives a fuck if, if that statue is there does that help black people to take down the statue no. So who who gives a fuck? Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? That's how I feel about it. So, I mean, that's 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 sort of the reason why I feel like the the reasons I come up with Larva is, is that is like who cares if it's up or down and uh and sort of that Spencer just, you know, he just outed himself as a fucking uh lib. I mean, he voted for <laughs> he just outright and he didn't even have to say anything. He could just voted Biden and just kept it to himself <laughs> unless it's some fucking, you know, reverse psychology shit like, oh shit, like I don't know if he's got some 4D chess with that, but like I don't know. I mean, he's he's He's, yeah, but it's clearly a joke. It's not just him. It's him and a number of his underlings voted for Biden and talked about it. Uh, 
uh, I, I'm not. I can name the names, but I don't really want to. Yeah, There's no need. People know. Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, a large portion of the self-described dissident right doesn't believe that the election had a significant amount of fraud, <laughs> and that Biden won completely legitimately. And uh, what's your also, take on that? Also, you should wear a mask. <laughs> super scary and all <laughs> pandemic. Great. And, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is all coming out of the dissident right. The the self-described dissident right and then there's this other trend among these people of like uh now they regard conservatives as worse than the democrats because they offer false hope mm. uh and and conservatives are the main target i was uh when i was on twitter and i was talking about election fraud there was like a, a small group of people that were accusing Geo. <laughs> i was getting paid to ship to make these memes yeah to make yeah. these apple memes <laughs> for the joke yeah. um it kind of sounds like it mirrors yeah. a little bit of what's been happening like that we've seen on like the yeah. left uh with like this whole post left and people like uh, accusing the post left of getting like claremont institute checks and shit and like being like gop marxists and taking checks and all this crazy shit uh, yep. So it's funny how you, it's also kind of fracturing up over there. And like, I kind of noticed the same thing where you're talking about how uh, pointing at like conservatives as being a uh, false hope or whatever. It's kind of like the same kind of talking line generally that you get actually from a lot of people that are usually um, categorized as quote unquote post left about Democrats to a degree. Oh yeah. Uh, so mm. it's kind of funny how it mirrors that way. It's like the same problems on the different yeah. sides of the coin. It's, exactly. It's just who you've been burned by like yeah. most recently. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess I started off as a leftist, so I have more ire with the Democrats too. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't even think it's just that either. I think it's what, what power does the GOP have right now? Mm -hmm. Like they, they have the presidency, um, but you know They're now weak. they basically have like a, a slim majority in the Senate, and that's it. And and yeah. and theoretically they have the Supreme Court, uh, and they have Fox News. So they have one media network, supposedly the Supreme Court, and you know two seats in the Senate. Well, and a lot of I that is why is that a lot of that's contingent upon like why, Trump's why? support too, and like that's not like necessarily a guarantee. What do you mean for the uh, for the GOP in general? Like a lot of their uh, like their base comes from people who maybe not a lot, but a large contingency are like people who are Trump supporters or ended up supporting him at the end. So like some of yeah. his like endorsements and stuff, like which I've been reading a lot about in the news, like him, you know, maybe or maybe not endorsing people in Alabama, Georgia, etc. They carry a lot of weight. Um, so you're saying like they don't have much power. Well, I mean, even if Trump doesn't, uh, you know, keep throwing them bones, then they definitely wouldn't seem to yeah he's he's the guy keeping them on life support yeah totally in any sense and i think that's why he's not he's not gonna go form his own party he kind of sees the leverage he has um you know even though the gop fucked him over uh even though the gop fucked him over he knows that he it, uh, he has he has them by the balls but my main point is that if conservatives don't have power in any institutional sense, they don't have control over, uh, you know, there are no conservative social media platforms, conservative universities, conservative uh, uh, version of Hollywood or anything like that. Um, it's all leftist. Uh, why yeah. are 
why am I supposed to target conservatism more or see them as equal? Like even seeing them as as two equal things and it's just... Uh, no, I agree. I totally agree. Because I mean, the GOP, uh, I mean, the neocons and neolibs are the same, but uh, I mean, one wing is clearly uh, in strength right now or favored by the elites yeah. right now. I mean, it's, it's obvious. I mean, you go back 20, 30 years, maybe you could say the opposite, that the yeah. GOP neocons were more favored. I mean, for sure. But now this is what it is now. So it's... it's uh, well, and I think that, I think, I think that like, uh, like you were just talking about how like you can't even like it, 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 the, even to even to point out that like there's like any semblance of like equality between the two of them like um like i, I think that you're not supposed to acknowledge um that like the left completely just like dominates our culture just everywhere um and so i think that like creates like a lot of dissonance that makes people really jumpy at just like the idea of you even mentioning it at least in my experience like even yeah but that's that even is is disciplined like immediately that's even something that is is uh it's just a common talking point in the dissident right at the moment uh that the two parties are the same so why are you even uh, like this is why i i went hard against libtards <laughs> like i just needed to remind people of how badly these people suck yeah uh always <laughs> because it was like i don't know when trump was in power i was very critical of him uh when he would fuck up because i you know he actually there was actually a reason to do that he actually, you know, could start a war or he could, you know, I don't know, like the he did a number of things that I didn't like and I called him out on it when they yeah. happened. And I wasn't I wasn't uh, uh, apologizing for his misbehavior in any sense um, because I wanted more out of him, not because I wanted Joe Biden, which seems to be where a lot of these guys. I mean, it turns out that people like Richard Spencer were motivated by that. Right. Um, and I wonder I wonder how much of that was happening just elsewhere on the, on the dissident right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, we definitely see a lot of people, the mirroring, too, that I, I see that uh, see what you saw. Him, I was like, there were a lot of people on the left that uh, we viewed as like, uh, you know, opposing the DNC or or what have you. And then ultimately just sort of falling in line with the lib shit, the lockdown shit, right. the same stuff you're talking mm -hmm. about with the uh, with the dissident rights. Um, and sort of everybody just kind of just getting subsumed into the into the blob. Into yeah, the it's like at the end of the day, it's uh, all like established people that are just like reverting back to liberalism be it like their conservative yeah. flavor of liberalism or be it their more like radical flavor of liberalism it's just liberalism at the end of the day mm -hmm. yep. yeah it's all libtards yeah no i, I agree libtards I all the way down <laughs> i agree yeah they, they're the uh, they're the top one to hit because i mean the neocons uh yeah i mean they suck too obviously but they're they're sort of like the the like the lackeys in the sidecar just like the left i mean like i mean I spend a lot of time talking shit about the left, too. But I mean, like, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the top of the pyramid is the libs. I mean, that's just how it is. But uh, yeah, I, th I think some of the motivation in the dissident right uh, among the people that voted for Biden and endorsed Biden is like Stockholm syndrome from being bullied. Some of these people were doxxed. Um, mm. One of them, I'm not going to name his name, but some people might know I'm talking about. One of them, like, lost his entire career. Uh he was, uh, you know, he had a PhD. He worked very hard on his career. He lost it because he he got doxxed as a Spencer underling, and then uh, turned around and endorsed Biden. Uh, and it's like you're you're okay. All right, you can make a, a big brained argument for why the, you got to stick it to GOP or whatever. But like you're you're voting for or why it doesn't matter because they're both the same. But you're you're voting for the symbol 
of leadership of the people that ruined your life. Yeah. And that's just cuck right. shit. Yep. I don't know. It, it just. Well, that, that, no, that's that, why I respect I, res, I respect the GOP people in Alabama that were just like, you know, in, in Georgia, that, uh, that was just like, we're not going to vote for the GOP. We're going to leave them to die and let the Democrats kill them or whatever. That's one thing, you know, yeah. to be like, oh, you fucked over Trump. So fuck you. We're not going to yeah. be there for you. We're not cucks to you. But to vote for to like endorse him and be like, oh, well, he's, you know, libs are just better at this. Like to say that shit is is another is like a step too too far. They're more competent. Right, right. That's what he said. Right. Get the adults in the room. <laughs> right. Right. No, and Rich. What, and, what and was Richard, it, Slav? You said you said he was like uh, the uh, gentrified Nazi or whatever. <laughs> like this. Was, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Come on, man. Like just Swipple nationalist. Right. Right. <laughs> He's not a nationalist, though. He's he's against national. He's against petty nationalism. <laughs> Fucking. He wants he wants uh, a European Union, but racist. <laughs> I don't know. Based. Okay. Dude, about just like I'm listening. About just like the like the the like comparing the them as like as like equal and everything. Like my my the thing that I had observed like on the left that I thought was so funny was like all these people that take every fucking chance they can to just be like, who even gives a shit about electoralism? anyways and like and we'll say like it doesn't even matter or like or like you know it's just one stooge to another stooge right but these exact same people would never ever even consider voting for trump as a way of just saying fuck you to biden in this system that like by their own fucking opinions like they've just been talking up and down about how they just hate there's there's no there's no weight to this it doesn't even matter anyways and then like of course it doesn't matter when it actually comes down to it like there is on some level so like they, they are different they're not exactly the same and and of course yeah it comes down to one of them you know makes it so that everyone at the at the fucking uh cocktail party is gonna think that you're like a demon person or something <laughs> like right mm-hmm. like like that that might that might there might be a lesson there you might want to follow that well i mean i voted for trump a second time because i want them to think i'm a demon person <laughs> i wanted i wanted him to i wanted him to win a second time so that i could tell them that i did it even though i know he sucks in a lot of ways um but i did it because i wanted to hurt them absolutely and i want them to suffer absolutely <laughs> absolutely you made me do this to you <laughs> oh yeah like, i said that for a while i was like yo the, the spite the spite against the libs and we talked about this with jack for a little bit um but like yeah there's the there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with spiting nothing wrong with that i mean they're fucking loathsome yeah there's nothing much like being gay (laughs) took me five minutes to go vote for trump a second time it was not any kind of like yeah big like investment of my time bro for real i posted that shit of me voting for him it really like took like 10 seconds and the amount of like vitriol (laughs) yeah the amount the like the leftist got so mad at me about that shit um i mean it's worth it it's worth it 10 times over (laughs) i mean just for that alone i mean yeah the Mm -hmm. war and the trade deal shit sure but i mean like but what did you expect him to uh to get rigged out was that were you going into it expecting that and like no i didn't i okay. really i really thought he was gonna win a second time and he did but you know i didn't think that <laughs> it would turn out this way I, like okay how i okay i i talked to richard uh the night before the election he called me up drunk and he was he was like i i'm i'm uh i'm beginning to to doubt my uh prediction that uh biden's gonna win in a landslide <laughs> like mm. okay all right mm. he wanted to hear why i was saying that trump was gonna win mm. um and what I told him was, uh, you know, basically, uh, 
the the Democrats were not campaigning. They weren't spending money on this campaign. They were kind of phoning it in the entire time. Uh, even the DNC, like that whole thing was green screen. Um, compare that to the the uh, the RNC. Uh, and I I don't know. Like I saw it as smarter for them to hold Trump in there, hold him captive in every other sense than you know actually having their guy in there. And then um, you know. They're actually in charge. Meanwhile, everybody's riled up to to oppose the big, mean Republican. It just seemed tactically smarter. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I did not think that they wanted to win. They weren't oh, yeah, acting yeah. like it. And then the whole the whole primary process seemed to be just about raising money for 2024 because they went broke in 2016. So like they had this new rule that uh, in order to get on the debate stage, you need to meet a certain donation threshold. And they ran like so many different candidates. Uh, and then they kept raising the donation amount every debate. Yeah, um, right, right. Exactly. The whole thing just seemed like it was it was just like a joke. It was a sham. It was just a way to make money for the next election. That's what it yeah. looked like to me. But then what it actually turned out to be is he didn't need a campaign because they were just going to do the yeah. They're just like fuck it. We don't even need to Stuff do that. Balance. Yeah. I mean, I re- I remember right, I remember right. like like when it when we were just following like the the primary and everything and like they looked really fucking weak the entire time mm-hmm. and it was like it was mm-hmm. a laughing point like I had a lot of fun just laughing at just like how much of a shit show it was and then like yeah fucking <laughs> I guess they had the last laugh. So yeah, so what do you, what do you think, Gene, in terms of like this perception now that uh, that they're the popular ones because they won? You know, the whole inauguration, they're all saying like, uh, you know, democracy was preserved or whatever, and you know, and and uh, oh yeah, all that that Time Magazine thing where they're all like securing the election or whatever. But like, what do you think of this perception now? Because I mean, everybody has different degrees of like to how much it was rigged, right? I think they rigged it out the fucking wazoo, obviously. But like, everybody has you know distinctions to. You know, was it just the media element of it? That's the rigging or the, you know, the coalescing of like Bush people and Clinton people behind Biden? Or was it like, you know, more, you know, down to the nuts and bolts of counting the votes? Like, where where do you fall on that? Like, how 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 much do you think it was? Uh, well, well do, do people actually think that this was a reflection of, of democracy? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't I don't even believe that when when Democrats say it. I don't think they believe that because if they did, they'd let us talk about yeah. it. You're like media. where reflection of democracy where <laughs> well, like, well but you know there's there's people who view like maga as like a very fringe radical sliver of the population and then they view this election as uh, proof of that that oh well he lost by you know millions and millions of votes and he do got they actually believe that though i don't know man i think that's just something that they say i i, mm. I don't know maybe you tell me like no no i mean look I'm wrong I, it's obvious well i think they know that it's bullshit i mean the people who really like are higher level in the media that push that up they, they I mean, they're not morons they know but there's a lot of people who, you know, consume that, who are like midwits who consume that and like, you know, you know, spout it out again and say like, yeah, well, it looks like uh, it looks like that's that's the truth. I see it uh, verified. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, how I look at it is when George W. Bush won, uh, you know, a lot of people thought Al Gore won anyway, um, myself included. Uh, but it felt like Bush country, you know, it felt like he was the real avatar of America, especially, you know, after 9-11, he had 90 percent approval. He felt like he was the legitimate representative of the popular will of the American people. And same with Obama when he was president. Uh, I had no doubt in my mind that that was the guy that everybody, majority of people wanted as president. Uh, and then same with Trump. It felt like this 
was Trump America. You know, this is MAGA country for four years, but it still feels like MAGA country to me. <laughs> I don't know. You yeah. know, like it doesn't feel like anything changed. And yeah, the inauguration didn't have anybody attending who wasn't a security personnel or a politician. Unprecedented military presence. <laughs> yeah, president. Military presence is still there. There's nobody who watched that inauguration speech who wasn't paid to watch it. And there was a whole field of like little flags. It looked like it looked like a, a cemetery. Yeah, um, yeah. All the the convention is just like uh, social distance reporters, and like, oh, it's COVID. That's why nobody's here. It's not because uh, nobody would fucking show up. Yeah, it's like shit. a memorial service. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Joe's already bizarre. dead. CGI Joe's already dead. Have you guys been seeing his hand through the mic and him falling yeah. on the stairs? <laughs> How they doing with that on Gab? Was it just like all day, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. What is yeah, that? What is know. this about the mic? Sla- yeah, I was about to say because Slav and I've seen, like, I've seen like, the stairs, but no, you got to see the mic video. Uh, there's like a HuffPo, I think, uh, put out a, a video yeah. of him uh, being interviewed uh, and. <laughs> supposedly being interviewed and his his hand goes over where the microphone is like in the video so either the microphone is like eight feet tall or something like or not eight feet tall but like you know uh it's like three or four feet tall and it's much bigger than his arm yeah or or the whole thing was green screened (laughs) he's outdoors it's like the choppers in the background and he walks up to them uh, and then, you know, there's a bunch of reporters. They got these big boom mics because they're like social distancing or whatever the fuck. And then he uh, his hand seemingly goes through one of the mics. And then there's a moment where you can see well, two of the mics. You can see his hand in front of both of them. And uh, most people were like, right well, is shit. He, is he, is he, he's walking down the driveway. Oh, there it is. Yep. His hand's yeah, over yeah, one of the yeah. mics. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I'm watching a USA then, Today fact check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fact yes, check. Yes, dude. It was trending. The next day it was trending. Thing. It was like fact check. Uh, 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 no, it's not. It's it's real. It's real. And it's just like all these like demonstration libs doing demonstrations of like, oh well, you can see that uh, with this type of microphone and this type of lens that actually it's an optical illusion. They were going mad hard, and there were people in my mentions that like I I kind of like and I kind of respect. And like, oh well, you know, well, it's been been debunked. debunked. I'm like, yo, what, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are They've you brought out the Snopes. They've covered it. We're good. I mean, okay. <laughs> Maybe it's debunked. I, I, I don't know. Uh, my my <laughs> question is like, why are they green screening him in the first place? Like, <laughs> he can't step outside to go to a bunch of uh, reporters. Like, supposedly that would have been like right outside of the White House. Like him hopping on board his uh his helicopter like right. why are, why would they gr- i don't know th- it doesn't matter it, it I looks mean, fake as fuck to me but it's like why are they faking that like what's going on oh oh oh, oh right right because they were saying the, a lot of the right wingers were saying that he uh he's dead no i don't believe I'm, that i'm I don't literally that. watching this and like he just like he walks he's so like fucking he just walks old yeah, and, and, yeah. <laughs> i don't know it is like like he's he's dead, i don't think he's, he's dead. dead and so they got a body actor uh they like they like they revived jimmy stewart he's like over exaggerating it (laughs) got mad cgi dots on his face (laughs) right right it's uh it's god who was the fucking guy who played Gollum? oh my god it's it's that fucking guy (laughs) all over him andy circus that's it No, I don't think he's dead. I mean, I think I think he can't handle real press. So maybe that was like the 50th take of him out there. And like, you know, where they they 
they cut in whatever it doesn't matter no, either way really like doesn't, even but... it, it doesn't it doesn't matter <laughs> even if you can successfully debunk this or whatever it doesn't matter the point being is that he's fucking decrepit <laughs> he's fucking he's he's barely there <laughs> and like and then the next day he falls walking up the stairs to air force one Three i mean times <laughs> in a row. it wasn't just like one trip it was like <laughs> he's barely there falls. yeah it doesn't matter if it, you know i think it was obviously like a doctored video but even if it wasn't, he's clearly not there. And that's what the fact checking shit is weird about is like they nitpick these things that uh, uh, and it's like they lose the forest. They lose the, the forest for the trees. It's yeah. Like, say say you're right about this fact check. The whole the bigger picture thing is still true. He's still fucking demented. Everybody knows this. What are you talking about? Like, like it's not fake. He's just <laughs> retarded. He's just a bumbling old fool. You can't believe that. What? <laughs> you hey, you know, sometimes you just forget, you know, you're like on the third stare you're like what comes next <laughs> i don't know i don't know you're thinking about corn pop reliving Dude, the days like, of remember, your youth <laughs> remember when like when it was like a fucking like common line during the fucking debates to just like ask joe if he remembered shit and, like, <laughs> Oh yeah, like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like, like a circus act or something. Yeah, and now like, and now you're like a fucking dangerous uh, like conspiracy theorist for just like echoing what like absolute public enemy Cory Booker was saying on live television. <laughs> like, come on, dude, that's God. so true. So many, yo, that's so true. Like, yeah, Ca- uh, Castro and uh, uh, you know Booker, like all these generic shit libs. Like they were calling him on that. The left was all doing that the chapel left was all doing that and then all of a sudden quiet quiet as fuck in the last yeah. couple months you don't hear the a word it's like, like, on. It was like will, will Miniker being like uh oh we should we should make the the sundown emoji the official emoji for the uh, the clock yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. and all of that shit and yep. then it just it just dried up really fast disappeared yeah. disappeared very strange yeah, what's up with that i don't very strange <laughs> I'm just asking. I mean, I'm just asking questions. You know, that's <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You just can't bring that up anymore. He's just right. like. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's 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 he's 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 Kamala is president. I mean, Kamala is functionally president in my mind. There's some fourth branch shit, Cheney shit, or whatever. She's no. obviously president. No. And she's gonna be in a year or two. You don't think so? You got to win an election to be president. <laughs> right, right. She's How the could senator. I right. She's a senator, and and Biden's the vice president. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And we don't have a president. <laughs> right, right. I really, that's how it feels. It feels like we don't have a president. Yeah. We don't have somebody that. that no, I keep saying it. I keep saying it's a puppet government. I keep saying that because, like, they put all these video uh, pictures up, Kamala and Biden. And there's, like, photos of them walking, like, very West Wing-esque. And they're just walking around. They're just, like, two months down, you know? And then, like, another photo of, like, <laughs> of Kamala walking. And it's just, like, you know, big problems demand big solutions. And that's it. Like, 50,000 likes. Just banger. You know what I mean? Just another banger. And it's just, like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's a public government. It's not real. None of this is real. I mean, it's, like, completely... Yeah, they yeah, won't even it's, trot them out a for a goddamn project. press conference, like for for an interview or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think mean, Trump's role uh, as candidate and later president was to shatter a lot of the illusions that yep. people had of American democracy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now they're trying to piece it all back together, and you just can't. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. I mean, uh, yeah. it's 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 broken, and like. It looks more broken yeah. than ever. It looks faker than ever. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that he called the National Guard on his on his own people. I don't like that. And obviously, mm-hmm. he's got limits to what he can do as like you know as an out 
outsider or whatever. But at the end of the day, he made the neocons take the mask off and reveal that they're libs. And he made the left take the mask off and show that they're libs. I mean, that's kind of invaluable. You know what I mean? Yeah. As much as the trade and the and the war shit and like the spite shit, like that's kind of invaluable. It's really, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's kind of eye opening. I don't if you're paying attention. I yeah, mean, it's 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 totally. It's, uh, and then even that, I don't, I don't know how to explain why he was, uh, you know, his own DOJ was locking up his own supporters all throughout his presidency. Mm. So I don't know how to explain that. Uh, I don't. I mean, there's a debate among the right of people who think he was malicious and just putting on a show. He never actually cared about his own supporters. Uh, I think that um, he was new to uh, Washington. He's never done this before. He didn't have connections. He hired a bunch of Washington insiders and they were running the show. He got outplayed. And if he were to like run again in 2024 and they didn't rig it and he won, um, he'd probably get outplayed too. You know, I, I don't know how to fix yeah. this situation other than if, if somebody is elected uh, or somebody is in the government, you know, without even winning an election, <laughs> uh, you got to bring in your entire staff with you. You got to have a whole government ready to go. You can't just rely on the Washington that was already there. Yeah, I think I think. And again, I, I always make this defense for Trump and I, I don't really need to. But again, like, you know, they, they hand the cabinet to you like Obama. They hand it to you. They're like Goldman Sachs is like, all right, so this is this is who's going to be in all these positions. You know, he had Priebus at the beginning mm-hmm. and he's firing all these fucking, you know, blob motherfuckers. But like, that's who you're handed to. And that's you got to walk in with them. I mean, whatever. You know, I mean, there's limits to how much he can do or whatever. And, you know, how serious he was. He's not that serious. He's not like a a serious motherfucker. He's a businessman. He just knows that being somewhat populist is good, good business sense for a media company or whatever. Like, yeah, he just he just knew that. I don't think he expected to win. I really don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, I think he's I think his utility is dried up. And again, I'm an outsider. Like, I'm not on the right. I can't claim the right. I was a left hard maybe, you know, not too long ago. So I've got no place to critique outside of the home of the right or whatever. But I think uh, the right would be best to, you know, give up on Trump and focus on something new. I mean, like, I, or, or just, uh, you know, not cling too hard to Trump because, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that, but going no, forward. I, I, I agree. I, I, I would add to that, though, that uh, don't cling too hard to Trump in a defensive manner or in an offensive manner. I think that there's now there's like this Trump derangement syndrome on the right that really? is like treating him like he's, you know, just this like ultimate betrayer. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like, yeah, right, right. It's the they, worst thing ever. It's so good that he's out of office. And it's, and it's like. Right. Because they lionized him, right? Because they, they viewed him as like the hero or whatever. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I mean, yeah, you got to know uh, what his utility was, like why he was his interests, his personal interests lined up right. with yours. Kind of like, keep your expectations in check. Yeah, right. Just exactly. be realistic about what he was. He was a fucking joke candidate that we ironically joke voted into the White House. <laughs> <laughs> and we meet he was a fucking funny joke and he's still a funny joke it's still hilarious that <laughs> it we really did that. is it's fucking it's hilarious based. it's crazy based <laughs> <laughs> i wish I, I was based enough to have voted for him in 2016 i thought it was a bad thing i was like I, I was a bernie bro and i was just like i thought it was a bad thing but i wish that was that base to have known that that was the better choice but were you were you ever like interested in i mean because you you used no. to be like left-leaning but bernie never by then well, you were already like not into that right yeah i uh i just looked at his voting record for one thing um and saw that a lot of times throughout his career when he talks a good game he cucks and that mm-hmm. was true before he ran for president um good call uh there was like an audit the fed bill that he and ron paul were both working 
working on that he stripped apart uh, right before it was introduced. Um, and then Ron Paul was very mad about that. That would have been a bipartisan thing, you know, would have been very good mm-hmm. for exposing corruption in the Federal Reserve. Uh, and this is like right after the, the you know, the, the big round of bailouts that led to Occupy Wall Street. Um, at, at what point were you were you left uh, identifying and at what point did, okay. did you yeah. switch over and, and realize it was a joke? Well, I'm a, I'm a millennial, so I was a leftist when Bush was president and I was against the Iraq war. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, my first ideology was Marxism. Uh, and then I started meeting other Marxists. <laughs> it turns you off to it real quick. Huh? <laughs> That's what did it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well said. Classic. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Many such cases. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what I like about the, you know, your little circle, uh, whatever the post left or whatever it's called is it's, it's a whole lot of, uh, people that came to the same conclusion that they liked Marx's critiques of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not fucking weirdos. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Um, and then sort of the realization that Marxism is a, uh, for some reason, it's a an ideology that appeals to people that are very bourgeois in nature and who just don't want to work because work is icky. Uh, mm. Like I think that's that's the uh, I don't know I, I can't even I don't really understand why Marxism is like such a common thing among liberals. Yeah. And why why they're so I mean, nothing pisses off a liberal more than calling them a liberal. (laughs) They're going to be. No, I'm I'm actually I'm a communist. I'm an anarchist. I'm whatever. Like, no, no. Yeah, you can. What is it like? You can uh, you can spot the the super Democrat um, or the or the super DNC fan um, by just like how uh, staunchly they uh, they deny that they're liberals or that they're a Democrat. It's oh, yeah. okay, Yeah. So you you, you know, wouldn't have voted for Trump in a thousand course and kind of get out the vote at the last minute. Yeah, I was at a bar uh, a few days ago uh, or whenever St. Patty's Day was. and my friends were like making small talk with somebody who uh, I could just tell which podcast he was downloading his personality <laughs> from based on the words he was using. And he seemed to be sort of in a, a chapo uh, or post left, like somewhere there. Uh, like he was really he hated neoliberalism, neoliberalism, blah, 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 blah. Um, and uh, at one point he was like, uh, I'm going to say something controversial. <laughs> All right. (laughs) Me and my friends are, uh, you know, we're all like, um, I guess, dissident rightists or whatever. So we're all like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I think think Stalin was the good guy in uh, in World War Two. Or I think Stalin was actually one of the best leaders that we that the human race has ever had. And we're all just like blank face, like, okay. Like, right. You're like, yeah, bro, we don't live in 1930s, so I'm not really sure or care. I think I, I, I said something like, I think Hitler was actually a lot better. <laughs> I think Hitler did nothing wrong. And then he, he like froze up. He got really tense. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it was that like a controversial thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And he like, you know, was humorless. And I was like, okay, all right, all right. Hitler did some things wrong. I'll grant you that. You did a few you things live. wrong. You fucking live. You're capitulating. You fucking live, cuck. <laughs> I mean, he should, he should have maybe stopped the Sudetenlands or uh, uh, 
just, you know, stopped it after taking over France and uh, called it. You know, he, yeah, don't, he, don't he open a, up an Eastern Front, bro. Like, he's you know. a brilliant statesman, but he uh, was inexperienced militarily. So, you know, we can we can split hairs about that. And he, he was like getting really tense. And I was like telling I told him that I was fucking with him or whatever. Uh, <laughs> relax. Um, uh, uh, where am I going with this? Oh yeah. He, uh, he said, I said to him, you sound like a liberal and he said, uh, no, I'm a communist and blah, blah, blah. The confirmation. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I guess he, he got a read on me based on that, uh, that I was not in his menu. (laughs) So he started saying, uh, some positive things about Trump. Like, you know, Trump sucked, but, uh, uh, you know, he was disruptive. He was, he was really good at, at pissing off the libs and and stuff like and he completely changed his tune mm. and it i don't know it, it sort of upset me that like i'm hearing this now that it doesn't matter from leftists i'm hearing mm-hmm. the same things i was saying in 2015 about trump oh yeah now that it's all over and it's safe and there's no consequences leftists oh, can yeah. say oh wasn't it great that he pissed off the elites i mean he was terrible as a politician but he was uh you know great as this force of chaos or whatever like i don't know no no offense to you guys because none of you were on board either back then but like i don't think you're i don't think you're on board now disingenuously out of cowardice i think you're just like you you realized later than other people for sure um and i think somebody like that it's just you know he wasn't allowed to say this back then without being called a Nazi and and somebody punching him in the face or whatever. Yeah, you take out the possibility yeah, of him right. actually being a president again because now he just got uh, voted out, you know, completely legitimate, legitimately. Um, and then now you can just say it because now it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. I mean, do you guys no, think I mean, that I'm, that's going to be like a thing, like going to be more and more popular? Because I like, oh, I, yeah. I haven't even. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I haven't even noticed that. But like that, God, that probably is going to be. Ooh. Nah, That's dude, I've already insane. seen. I've already seen these leftists being like, uh, "Oh wow, uh, you know, uh, you I'm got Biden, strong. you got Biden in, and like, you know, you think he's gonna be better, uh, but he's really right. not. And and uh, well, at least he got rid of fascism. Ha ha ha. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you trying to say? <laughs> you trying to say that like, oh, the brown scare was a joke, and that Biden might be worse? Are you trying to say that? Because I remember all you motherfuckers rabid in the last couple months, like fucking rabid. Mm-hmm about how this is like a fascist creep and like, you know, that uh, that saying that Trump was any in any way better on anything was meant that you were a Nazi. And I was fucking I mean, like, you know, again, anything that I brag about, I can only brag about to leftists. I can't really brag about it to right toys because they would just be like, yeah, we did that fucking 10 years ago. So it's like I can't really brag about it that much. But to left toys, like I was the only one fucking out there, like on that hill. I was like, no, he's clearly better. It's clearly he's clearly better. And I got fucking cooked for that shit. And now I watched them all. Uh, they're all backtracking and even like generic ass libs are being like shit i'm getting less money with a lower eligibility rate for the stimulus checks than than trump with biden fuck i should have voted for trump or shit at least biden didn't bomb syria <laughs> i mean at least trump didn't buy uh you know wasn't bombing syria like this like a well, lot I of them did. are coming around off those two things alone it's just like damn he's he's worse and it's nah. only two months in only two months in. Well, Trump Trump did bomb Syria, but he was better on Syria overall. Yes. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could I could go off on a tangent on that. But and yeah. foreign adventure in, intervention in general, he's just he was just less of a hawk than they were yeah. uh, on a lot of things. The 
Obama Biden administration is the one that started the war in Syria. So, uh, like, yeah, right, right, exactly. Of course, of course, it's going to be better. Like, um, it was like Trump de-escalated something that Biden helped. So you're like, yeah, but that means they're just the ones to finish it. (laughs) Yeah, good, (laughs) good. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's the whole thing that I, I was just saying was like, you know, Trump's not uh, great, but he's he's going to slow down what they're going to accelerate. They're going to accelerate a bunch of nightmarish shit as far as war and austerity. And he's going to slow it down. So he's better. That's it. You know what yeah, I mean? This guy at the bar was saying, you know, uh, something about how at least under under Trump, the media was all, you know, against the presidency and holding him accountable for everything that happened. <laughs> and now they're like now they're like kissing his ass now that they have their guy in there and this is all just stuff that's super fucking obvious yeah i knew that was going to happen that's why i wanted trump in there like you could have seen this with how even george w bush was treated compared to obama Uh, and george w bush is just as much of a fucking piece of shit as you know joe biden but like at the time there there was this partisan theater and there is a power power process between people that are trying to rise up the ranks in the GOP versus people that are trying to rise up the ranks in the in the Democrats. Um, so, you know, at the time, uh, there were all these people that were against Bush just because he was a Republican. Um, right, and then right. when they got their president in there that started a bunch of wars and, and bailed out banks and, and passed the this, Bush tax cuts and all this shit. Yeah, did every yeah, did everything that Bush did except right. for torture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just said nothing of it because they have no principles. It's just like purely our guys in there. And, you know, and, and Obama's black and he's cool. And he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And see, I don't know. Now it kind of feels like uh, we have the Obama uh, administration without the like there's there's no excuse of like, well, we got the cool black right. guy as president. <laughs> right. Right. What if you, what if you right. took that and you replaced it with as far in the opposite direction as you could possibly go? Yeah. What would you have then? <laughs> yeah. Even Kamala Harris isn't cool. Like they're trying to make Yeah, her- with the Tims. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to make her cool. Yeah, that's I mean, this is a basic point and I, I should I don't have to make this, but like Biden we only know who he is because Obama needed a token white motherfucker on his ticket to balance him out in the Rust Belt. That's it. That's the only reason we know who he is. He was a token white motherfucker. And now he's fucking president. So it's just like, it's just, yeah, it, it is amazing where it's just like, he's, he's a, you know, he's, he's an appendage. He's a, he's a secondary thing. And mm-hmm. he's supposed to re reignite the Obama magic, but he's just like, you know what I mean? I mean, it's all Obama that orchestrated like Super Tuesday and got him in and Kamala's like, you know, the Clinton shit. And, yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, it's, and it's, and it's probably BLM, like the waves of, of uh, riots that happened last year mm-hmm. that came out of nowhere. We didn't see BLM doing anything uh since like 2016 since like right before that election yeah uh you know and, and then suddenly it's like i mean it w- was it four years of no uh supposedly unarmed black men getting shot by cops for no right. reason exactly exactly on video like i i highly doubt that and then when uh ahmed arbery the video came out that was like like three months old at the time like they were just sitting on it like somebody told CNN or whoever first published it, like, all right, go find a video of a black guy getting shot by somebody. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah, I'm glad you're making this fucking point because I was just making this on somebody else's show yesterday. I was like, these things like Me Too and BLM and all this stuff, like those things are already happening. But the only reason they pop up in the media cycle is when it's convenient. 
You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it is, yeah, they're killing, uh, cops kill unarmed black people. That happens. Women get sexually assaulted or whatever at work or harassed or work. That shit happens. But that, it doesn't come up until it's useful and it goes away when it's inconvenient. If Biden has, yeah. has B2 shit, then it goes away. Right. I mean, like, it, it's just, I don't get how people don't see that. Like, it, isn't it weird that it's always in the news and then all of a sudden it's not in the news anymore? And and like, what's what got solved? It gets solved because your pre, your vice president is black or your president is black. Did that solve that? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's it's I don't I don't know how people believe this shit. I mean, I'm sure there's like a basic point on the right. But like, yeah, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. Um. So so I guess so about about Syria. I mean, like, so this is like the 10th year anniversary was a couple of days ago, right? It's yeah. Right, right. So so what Ides Ides of March is when it started, March fifteenth. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So so were you expecting like this sort of escalation under Biden? Were you were you uh what, what were, yeah. was that a surprise to you when that when all this was happening? Well I should say he's he's sort of slowly escalating in a way that I think I'm not sure that it's gonna lead to anything uh too bad. I mean, I'm trying to stay optimistic, um, but uh, basically it seems like there's a lot of troop movement in the northeast part of the country where the Kurds are, which is to deter Assad from taking back the entirety of the country. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm an Assad supporter for the record, if anybody is wondering. <laughs> uh, 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 where was I going with this? Uh, and, and like the bombing was against Iranian targets. Uh, shouldn't have happened. Um I'm glad everybody was mad about it, but uh, they're like, you know, Trump was doing bombings sporadically in Syria. Um, so I, I'm really unsure as to whether or not it actually is escalating towards regime change or anything like that. If that were to happen, uh, the U.S. would be contending with the Russians that are already there uh, and the, you know, Hezbollah, Iran, the Syrian army. So it'd be a really big deal. Um, what they do have on the table is potentially setting up Kurdistan as a separate carved off little uh, ethno state uh, for people that are, you know, taking money from the CIA. And uh, I don't know, this is a very I'm sure there's like leftists listening to this who are supporters of the Kurds. This is a very their cause is very uh, popular uh, among leftists. But it's like these people are uh, creating yet another little statelet in the Middle East, um, should they win, there's just going to be more conflict. Uh, that's just kind of like what happened after after World War I. Um, the whole Middle East was carved up. The map was formed. You had Lebanon and Syria were like uh, taken over by the French and uh, uh, Palestine and Jordan were taken over by the British. And uh, I think that the actual natural formation of the map in the Middle East would be one unified state, at least for the Levant. Uh, so what they're doing is they're breaking it down more and more so that there's all these tiny little countries fighting for fighting with each other, uh, and they can't build themselves up. It's like the breaking apart of Yugoslavia would be another, you know, example of, of this tactic of, uh, weakening a region, mm -hmm. except the Middle East has been like this for since world war one. So over a century, gotcha. um, more sectarian violence. Yeah. And that's what I see as the, as the, uh, the reason to not support the Kurds is that you're going to get just endless conflict with the Kurds. Do you think uh, that's why the libs and the left support them is to encourage that? Well, there's just a lot of this weird propaganda that the Kurds are a bunch of like they're reading Mikhail Bakunin and like uh, they're <laughs> they're radical feminists. And, uh, you know, there's this just weird push that these guys are ideologically on the same wavelength as Chapo Trap House. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, didn't that guy brace like the Trunon guy go out there and like fight? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. There's right. a lot of there's a lot of leftists that go out there and fight with the Kurds. Maniac shit. Um, <laughs> Never in my yeah, fucking life fucking... I do some bullshit like that, dude. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> is it LARP or not? Yeah, it's kind of blurring. Yeah. <laughs> it's a LARP, but it's also like you're fighting for the CIA. That's where the Kurds are getting their financing from. So. Yeah, okay, you're fighting the power. Yeah, and like, hands off Venezuela, but my boot's on the ground in Syria. How do you not see that you're participating in, uh, you're doing an imperialism when you do this? Like, how do you exactly, not see that? dude. Yeah, you're doing a no growth and an imperialism, and you're doing a racism. So what, what, so what, 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 what's the, because Syria's like a particular interest to you, right? What, what, what makes it, uh, what sticks out to you uh, about Syria as far as like the uh, foreign policy? Like what makes that what's the, to you? It's the biggest war of the past 10 years. Well, uh, the biggest war, of of course, of the past 10 years, but um, the biggest war of my lifetime, it's lasted for 10 years. And everything that we've seen out of geopolitics seems to be revolving around it. The migration, immigration uh, crisis in Europe came from uh, the invasion of Libya and then the invasion of Syria. Um, And yeah, it's kind of just the front line of like where... Uh, the world powers are fighting. It's the chessboard. Uh, and it's also, you know, I'm a genie and it's right next to Agrabah, which is where I'm from. <laughs> oh, word. So <laughs> there's also that. Uh, so you, you don't, yeah. you don't think it's going to, you, you don't think it's going to escalate anything? Cause, cause in my mind, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want, I, I, I want to just stay optimistic. Gotcha. I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want people to be totally blackpilled about the way things are. I think that. Um, okay, I, I have to kind of start from the beginning, but the way that the war started mm-hmm. was, you know, it was under Obama and Biden. Um, they financed a whole bunch of moderate protesters and rebels and, and Democratic reformers in 2011 uh, to basically start BLM riots all over the country, uh, pushing for a new constitution and uh, and democratic reform, all these all these demands that they wanted, which they got in February of 2012. They got everything that they asked for. And then the fighting continued. I and mean, it wasn't enough. And they couldn't really say why other than, um, well, Assad's a tyrant and he has to go. So uh, then it became this revolutionary struggle against a tyrannical dictator. And that was the narrative behind the whole thing. But there wasn't any sort of like concrete list of demand. It was just regime change. It was just they paid rather than have the US military invade a country and take out the government themselves, they paid a bunch of locals and then later foreigners to go into Syria and, and try and do that. And the whole thing was a failure because the people that they were hiring to do this were, uh, ended up being a bunch of, uh, Islamists who were fighting in Iraq, who were out of work, who, you know, they were part of the insurgency in Iraq. They needed, uh, they needed a new form of employment. So they went to Syria to go, you know, try and set up a, a Islamic theocracy there. Um, and then that turned into ISIS. Uh, and then 2013, it was when the Russians got involved. And the Russian uh, Russians going into Syria sort of obstructed the ability to uh, launch a ground invasion that wouldn't be really messy. So um, I really kind of think that uh, the Russians turn the tides in that sense. Um, and then Trump got in there in 2017. He uh, cut funding to the CIA's uh, moderate rebels that were fighting Assad uh, in July of 2017. That was completely, completely cut and hasn't 
I, to my knowledge, uh, that has not explicitly returned under Biden, although there are like British uh, NGOs that are financing uh, other groups now, like it might happen again. And that's the only way that it would it, the the war would reescalate if Biden started financing these people again. And he hasn't yet. Um, the bombings are bad, but the uh, you know financing a bunch of militias is worse. Um, and right now, I'm more inclined to think that that's going to happen in Iran before it happens in Syria, because there is this there is this conflict recently between Azerbaijan and Armenia, which came out of nowhere. Uh, and as a result, the Azerbaijanis were uh, given a whole bunch of guns and money and training from the U.S. and other Western powers, and they def- decisively won that that uh, conflict. Um, Azerbaijanis, ethnic Azerbaijanis, are a fourth of the population of Iran. So. If you were to take down Iran through just a, like a blunt invasion, it'd be very tricky. The whole country is prepared for that. But if you were to soften it up with something like we saw in Syria, where you have a whole bunch of uh, protests by Azerbaijanis, um, and then the government is busy taking care of that, putting out those fires, then something else could could come with Iran. And I kind of like, I'm more inclined to think that's what's going to happen uh, as far as like geopolitics, as far as like the war machine. Um, but yeah, I don't know, maybe maybe Syria. I didn't, I didn't predict that Biden would uh, become president, so I could be wrong about these predictions. You don't think though Iran will be like a direct thing? You think it'll... There's no way. I've talked to generals about that. Like how, how would you do it logistically? Uh, the country's surrounded by mountains. We don't have a carrier uh, anywhere near Tehran. Uh, so we would have to be traveling through the entire country to get to Tehran. Um, even even with all our bases surrounding it, like they're more fortified than, uh, you know, it is makes it possible for a ground invasion. The invasion of Iraq was possible because we had already defanged Saddam in the first Gulf War. Right, 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 right. And we were bombing him for 10 years after that under clinton we were bombing iraq uh you know and then it's sort of similar in syria like that would have been possible if the russians hadn't stepped in but because the russians stepped in obama punted that to congress and they voted against invading and he was like oh well i guess they uh don't want us to invade so we won't invade um but yeah and and another thing this is kind of a, a a crass remark on my part but uh how how would the u.s military be able to fight an actual military with this the state that it's currently in with like it's just basically a jobs program with like you know they just want like female representation they want gay and trans representation they just want like everybody in there and they're not really focused on the actual like getting an effective military in there um I get what you mean. Yeah, like uh, there's less of like a uh, like a commitment to fight. It's more like uh, you have like financial incentive to to join the military. Maybe they'll help with your uh, schooling or whatever. Well, and also they're like, let's just shove everyone into their drone pod. Uh, you can do this from the building that's right down the street from you on weekends. Right. Like, <laughs> work, yeah. work, work, yeah. <laughs> work from home. Work from home. Work. Distance. 
<laughs> Dude, on, on sometimes on Fridays, right before I'm about to clock out, I'll uh, I'll actually crack a beer before I drone strike some kids. Yeah, crack a beer, <laughs> blast up all, blast off a couple hot ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's gonna be a thing, isn't it? Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> they're gonna do. They're not even gonna have their own separate office to do this. It's all gonna be like Zoom conference. Gig worker, gig worker, drone strikes. <laughs> you got, oh you got, you god, got Mandalorian. Dude. I didn't even thought you about got that. the Mandalorian going on one screen, and you got a. Uh, and you got fucking collateral murder too, freaking as you're just <laughs> mowing down Syrians. Yeah, man. Yeah. Don't you love the future? I was saying to to some people recently, like you know, we were able to invade Iraq because of the patriotism uh, in the sense of like there was a unified America in the '90s because we just won the Cold War, and then like we just got attacked, so we want to go after the bad guys and. If Biden were to just say, all right, we're going to go invade Syria. Let's go. Uh, would we even have the motivated manpower to do that? I mean, I, these guys, first of all, they'd have to leave D.C. So I don't know. I mean, that's pretty risky. You'd get like you might get another Q shaman in the fucking Senate chamber <laughs> if you do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're a dying empire. And uh, the, the, the romanticism of, of, of war has been lost since World War II. I mean, after Vietnam definitely put that to bed so i mean yeah there's no romantic uh i'm fighting to save my country like everybody knows <laughs> well yeah there's no co- there's no shared joke. concept of like anything we're like working toward <laughs> yeah yeah we're not fighting everybody knows we're there for for resources geopolitical posture even if you don't really know the details of it you know that it's most likely bullshit i mean i, I don't think i don't think a lot of people really are uh, protecting the country or protecting uh how, how 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 are we protecting the country by going over there and killing these people like it doesn't there's no connection like it's it's looser than ever you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But well, to, and then the the way to do it is to have it be like a propaganda campaign, like that for the Kurds, where it's you know you're fighting for a bunch of leftist ideological causes. Right, 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 but right. Even that, like, I don't know. Like, I I thought about that. You could just export BLM, like literal BLM protests, to other countries and say like, well, we uh, kind of did a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, but a I little mean, bit, but yeah. like in a in a serious like way. Yeah, like Venezuela or a country in the Middle East that we want to yeah. take out. Like you could you could say I don't know. There's this uh, goofy black guy from Brooklyn who is a member of probably a member of ISIS, but he's a member of some Islamist militias in Syria named Bilal Abdul Karim, <clears throat> and. Uh, you know, you could point to him and be like, see, Assad's uh, uh, going after this unarmed black man. <laughs> <laughs> they kill him and like, oh, we got to we got to take out Assad because he killed this uh, this black guy in Syria. Uh, we got to send Black Lives Matter troops to Syria or yeah. send send like LGBT uh, militarized LGBT parades into Russia. I don't know. Because they well, yeah. you know, that was the big thing about Russia is that they, they're mean to gays or whatever. Right, 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 right. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, yeah, there's obvious woke capitalism and then there's woke imperialism, obviously, where it's just like, you know, girl boss is a weapon designer or whatever. Right. We've seen all that shit, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen like Jacobin or whatever, like articles of like, oh, Assad, like, white nationalists love Assad. And, oh, he's a fascist. And like, it's like, it's, you know, there they're inching towards the we need to go over there and fight the patriarchy and white supremacy and cis <laughs> heteronormative bullshit. White nationalists love this brown guy. The top ten reasons why being uh, being anti war is actually toxic masculinity. <laughs> right, yeah. right, yeah, right. I mean, right. it's it's a great strategy. What, what, I mean, 
No, go okay, ahead. so white white nationalists are more moral than you are. Like that's all you're saying. <laughs> you're to do that, you fucking retard. Yeah, yeah you're like, yeah, okay, so white nationalists are now. so bad. White nationalists are so bad, but you're fucking pro war and they're not. Like, I mean, that's just a self own. You're self owning, right? Posting retard. L's, right, right, right. Yeah, leftists <laughs> posting their L's online. But what, okay, what, but how would you explain to like? All right, so they say there's like leftists or libs that are listening to this and they just don't understand like their their conception of of the right is like pro-war neocon you know what i mean that's it's just a wash like that you know what i mean so and this whole thing of like realignment or like or dissident right is just sort of like is more foreign or whatever how how would you explain why uh, what what the dissident rights quote unquote motivations for anti interventionism like how would you encapsulate that or wh- why that's a thing morality what it's just wrong it's morally wrong to fucking murder people that are you know not doing anything to you oh really yeah. CRK said what morality is a foreign concept <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't believe in that shit so I was I'm surprised <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's how I would explain it it's just not a normal thing to support like why do you support war leftists why are you fucking burning cities down why are you fucking getting people fired from their McDonald's job for posting something racist on the internet well of course they'll say morality uh, yeah yeah obviously. no well okay yeah that's very moral of you i mean like it's subjective i I don't know i don't think morality is subjective i think it's objective i think the left is full of sadists and these people are sick go off let's go they project that onto the right (laughs) and okay they they act like racism is just the worst fucking thing in the world and like oh well the only reason the right supports assad is uh i don't know what what the fuck are the what, what do they say like it's for racist reasons <laughs> nationalism or, or like, like hobbyists or, like they 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 spot a fellow a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people that came into the alt right or the alt light or the dissident right or the trump movement or whatever you want to call it uh were supporting ron paul in the previous elections or they were supporting bernie who i mean he's not great on foreign policy but a lot of his supporters are i mean a lot of his supporters don't realize how shitty bernie was on foreign policy and they thought he was like better than he was which is why i i like bernie supporters a lot more than he's like a lifetime fucking politician what the hell else do you expect out of this skin like what (laughs) yeah and there was just a very slow realization of that over time but like jimmy Dore is a perfect example of a bernie bro who like he's against war and and now he's sort of disillusioned with bernie he's like i don't know just to name one example like there's Mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of people okay cassandra fairbanks was a bernie supporter in 2016 who then voted for trump and now she writes for gateway pundit um and she's an anti-war personality uh there's a whole lot of that that was just it was just people that were anti-bush because they were anti-iraq war uh were i mean i'll include myself in this were impressed by the fact that trump uh campaigned as an anti-war president right right. and and in in a way that seemed way more sincere than obama or anybody else that people thought that was like he actually on stage in front of everybody pulled down jeb bush's pants (laughs) and like showed everybody like what a fucking joke he was 
uh, with regards to his record. I mean, with regards to the record of all these guys. Um, right. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't believe leftists when they say that they uh, think that the right is a bunch of warmongers. I don't believe them. I don't believe that they're anti-war. I don't believe that there's an anti-war left. I think that Tulsi Gabbard was probably the only thing he had as far as like a leader. Uh, eh, I shouldn't. No, I don't know. I'm saying that and I'm thinking of people that would have been considered leftists, but now are like post-leftists or whatever. So right. I, I don't know. No, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, like like you were saying before, like this is something that uh, that just came to me later, I guess. But uh, I, I really thought like, yeah, I was that was one of my initial political leanings being against the Iraq war. And then if you're against the Iraq war back then, you're a lib, you're a left or whatever. Yeah. So that's just how I was. And uh, I just thought that uh, I thought that was just, a, you know, an un- immovable thing, like a, a basic tenet of of what separates you from uh, the right end of the spectrum. It's just that you're anti-war or whatever. And the neocons are always for war. And I don't know what happened, but within, you know, 10, 10, 15 years, it's just flipped. And now, like, you know, like there's AOC talking about like, you know, if we had been attacked like that at our capital, we'd by a foreign country, we'd be going to war. We'd be doing something about it. So we need to do something about it. And it's just like, you know, and, and all these people, I was just like, look, Trump is clearly less interventionist than Clinton. I mean, you got to give me that. I mean, like, that's obvious, right? She's a fucking hawk, like, at least, right? At least, you know, you can see that. And just these people just being in denial, being like, no, it's the same, it's the same. And just like, yeah, I mean, just they're just going along with like Biden or whatever and going along with these people that clearly want war. And uh, I, yeah, I was just, you know, and the the uh, Soleimani thing, just like right after that. Yeah. There was like these libs that were just like, well, if you're, you know, if you're going to do this, you need a plan. You need, you need a coalition of nations. Like, you need a plan of how you're going to go through with this oh yeah do you have the proper (laughs) etiquette to go to war i'm like wait what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about like i'm just like i was just like wait where what where am i like god you know what I mean? Like that. So again, like I was late to realize this, but I was just like, damn, uh, these people are not uh, being anti-war is not a, 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 you know, a core tenant. You know, it's it's just not a priority right it's now. A, it's not a priority. Uh, yeah, it's a facet of maybe a wing of certain elements of a dissident left or whatever. But the core thing is being uh, anti. We got the anti-Asian racism now. That's the main. Right, right, that's what right, we really right. got to focus on, guys. Right. Right. Are you, are you conflicted about that as a as a Blasian? <laughs> <laughs> which which, yeah, which yeah, side yeah. of that conflict are you on? <laughs> Every day I'm just pointing at myself in the mirror, just using different slurs. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm very conflicted. You're finding yourself punching yourself in the face in the subway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I accuse myself of, uh, of loitering in my store. And <laughs> I accuse myself of being Chinese and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a very hard time for me. It's very confusing. But uh, no, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't I don't care. I mean, I don't I don't I don't uh, value identity that much, uh, which is why I can't really. Uh, it just doesn't mean anything to me. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could see it's going on. But what you were saying earlier, I, I think that the left can't be anti-war mm-hmm. because it's at war with fascists or racists or whatever. Like it's in a war mindset. It's been in a war mindset for at least the past five years. Yeah. Uh, domestically, yeah. like these people are totally OK with um, attacking their neighbors if they have the wrong set of beliefs um, or getting them fired or whatever. Like this is a war mindset. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. why would they be against foreign wars? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yo, the Capitol raid. Yo, the fallout from that shit. Just like, yeah, people reporting their like grandmothers and neighbors and shit. Mm. Just like and all of a sudden, yeah, like the AOC thing. Like, oh, yeah, you know, if it was a foreign, we'd do this. And like this Bush talk, like this neocon talk. 
And then, yeah, these these people are just like, yeah, we need to surveil them, do all this shit. I'm like, yo, I thought, like, in the 2000s, I thought we were the, not we, I mean, like, as a leftist, like, I thought, you know, we're the side supposed to be against all that shit. And now it's just like, yeah, it's it's war mentality, the domestic terrorism thing, the terrorist label, like, mm-hmm. you know, losing your uh, civil rights, your civil liberties. Like, yeah, it's all war mentality. It really is. It's it's fucking psycho. It's insane. Yeah, just the, the fact that, you know, we have to use sock accounts and, like, fake names and whatever online, and they often use their real faces and their real names without any consent at all and then brag about it. Uh, there's, you know, there's an asymmetry there that's a direct result of consequences only going one way um and you know like uh it doesn't matter if you're ostensibly right wing or or left wing or or whatever if you're out of sync with uh basically establishment positions you'll get branded a fascist i'm kind of like saying a bunch of trite shit that everybody knows but you know no no for real yeah it's it's yeah i mean i i, I remember asking leftists like yeah you know, so what do we do with these people that are like racist or fascist or what do, what do we do with them like they'll just be like yeah well you know what we did in world war Two, <laughs> we killed them mm-hmm. and like I'd, I'd hear that shit be like damn you're serious like you're not you're you're mm-hmm. you're not joking like it, yeah they really feel it's like yeah we're at war with nazi germany yeah. like we need to yep. take them there's only one way to solve that is what the fucking thompson machine gun you know what i mean like that's what the, yeah. that's what they're it's just like it's yeah i mean and it's uh it's all in their head i mean again like uh i mean i've said it a million times but like uh yeah it's it's obfuscation of power like do you think that guy over there that's saying something racist in his alley has any power over your life do you think do you think if he's your enemy it does he what power does he have he has no fucking power over you so i mean like you know i mean you take him out and your life is still fucked you're still shit like yeah conversely uh, the guy who can get me fired from my job for uh, posting frog memes or whatever has power over me, even if they're not in a themselves in a position of, of influence. They are uh, able to do that to me, and I'm not able to do right. that to them. Right. So to argue that there's no difference between the right and the left is just wrong in this sense. Like there's not is not or not. It's not that people on the on the lower classes, people in the working classes, are just all on the same. Page. Page. There's people that are targets and there's people that are basically acting as cops for the ruling class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not even a right toy. Like, I can't even, like, claim that. So I've got real, like, no real stake in either side or whatever specifically. But, like, yeah, that whole argument of, like, oh, well, you know, left toys are, are persecuted and tracked by the government and hated by the government and the elites more than right toys or whatever. Like, I'd hear that shit all the time and I'd be like, I don't know, man. Like, I've, I've got no stake either way. But, like, I think that's bullshit because, I mean, at the end of the day, you say some right wing shit, you'll lose your job. You'll go on a fucking list. You're, 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 yeah. you're in deep shit. You say some left toys shit, like some communist shit, whatever. Most people laugh at you. I mean, they'll, they'll look at you like a child. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the impression I got whenever I said, like, left leaning shit or whatever. Like, they, they don't, they, it's a joke. It's a joke to most people. They don't take you as a serious threat. Like, and the proof is in who gets fired or not and who gets tracked. Like, it's there. Like, yeah. And I don't even think it's, it's an ideological thing because, I mean, uh, you can have, like, not. Nazi beliefs and still support uh, totally mainstream positions. <laughs> right, right. And Spencer. still have your, still have your Twitter account. Right, <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> like I think it's I think it's just about where do you stand? Where are your allegiances at the end of the day? Like, right, right. It's not about your fantasy uh, state that you're going to form when you have absolute power. Right. It's not about like what books you've read. It's not about you know whose ideas are right. It's just where are your loyalties? Yep. Yep. 
And so people on the left are also fascists. And then fascists are also, you know, perfectly acceptable, you know, under certain circumstances. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Back to that Spencer thing is like, uh, yeah, there definitely seems like uh, there's a lot of people cancel some. You see them a year or two later just do a complete turn and they're just lib. And yeah, it's, a lot of it is just self-preservation. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. not really to do with the ideology. They say whatever, whatever their beliefs are, doesn't really matter. But uh, at the end of the day, it's they go back to the tit and they go back to where, where it's safe. Um, yeah, you see that. You see that across the board. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ideology is just. I don't know. I mean, it's not useless, but it's at the end of the day, it's it's fantasy. Yeah, I totally agree. One hundred percent agree. Yeah, because the, the ide the elites don't have idea. They don't give a fuck about that shit. No, you try and analyze them. You can try and project something onto them called neoliberalism, or if you're a boomer, you can call them communists, or if right. you're a rad lib, you can call them fascists or right. whatever. But like, it's not ideological. It is like. This is what I do still appreciate about Marx and what I've kept with me. It is it is just their yeah, material speak on it. Yep. that you got to Yeah, analyze. ideology oftentimes just runs cover for people's material interests. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 We try we try to say it as much as we can, but like, yeah, it's true. It's just sort of like. Uh, uh, I mean, especially yeah, they, fucking they media actors, it. man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 Or it's more explicit. Yeah, they they get to on a bigger platform or a bigger uh, paycheck a year later. It's like yeah, you know. But they care about work. Workers because they're <laughs> right and then at the same time a working class schlub uh is actually a badass fascist right-wing death squad <laughs> member you know because he listens to racist podcasts and you know reads francis parker yaki or something like that it's like all uh there's the the right is LARPing as powerful and the left is LARPing as powerless yeah. and they mutually um uh, reinforce that in the mm-hmm. other because they they like they like thinking of themselves right. that way the whole thing and is and, a, and, yeah. and the and and like the the thing that perfectly pieces that together is that if anyone breaks that bit for a second the whole thing falls down right and so you're never going to hear that from mm-hmm. either side um yeah. yeah yeah that's why they don't like amy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she's too She's too autistic to play along. Yeah, yeah. The projecting ideology thing. I was going to ask you, like, is so... Like we see a lot of like brown scare, like paranoia of like, oh, the rising fashion. Like, is there is there um, is there is, is communism viewed as like a joke on the dissident right and by and large? Or is there is there any fears of it like ascending uh, or whatever? In the dissident right, they're all warming up to communism. Really? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> for real. For real. No, really. That's like the trend lately is, uh, you know, I don't know. Third positionism views communism as you know something you can work with because it's not liberalism very cool uh but among like boomers yeah they think they still think that like uh they would they would say that biden's a communist or hillary clinton's a communist or whatever so yeah i think it's more of a normie right thing and you know i'm all for that i'm all for the anti-communist rhetoric from uh (laughs) normie cons i love normie cons man i don't care if they're wrong about stuff like they have the right energy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I used to think that like the attendees of Charlottesville and the alt-right were like the badasses that actually were doing stuff and being bold and taking risks and, you know, putting their nuts out there. Like, uh, and they were for a time, um, but like 
ever since Charlottesville, they just like acted like they got their hand burned on the stove and like they just don't want to go back over to the stove anymore. <laughs> like traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, owie. <laughs> like, <laughs> meanwhile, like since then, all these normie Republicans are going out in the street and just beating the living shit out of Antifa and like Kyle Rittenhouse, <laughs> like shot three people that were like trying to fucking burn down Kenosha. And is he Normicon? You know, yeah, he's just a, he's like, I mean, this is something that people in the, you know, the dissident right, they like talked a bunch of shit about Kyle Rittenhouse. He's like uh, a Civ Nat or he's just a normie Republican or uh, he's not even white. He's like got part Hispanic. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Just looking, shit. just looking for reasons to not support this little Well, he's female chat. to male. Oh, just, no. He is female to male. Oh, no. I can't hear this. You're killing my hero. He's <laughs> fucking great, man. <laughs> but yeah, like they 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 shat on him. Not not everybody, but there, I'm just saying there were people who were self-described dissident rightists who were shitting on Kyle Rittenhouse and opposing the um, the uh, Capitol raid because it was a bunch of magatards or whatever. Like these people are actually doing stuff, and they're going to prison just like you were. And like some of them are dying, some of them are getting hospitalized for it, and they're not acting terrified the way that the dissident right is and I, I it sort of feels like the dissident right at this point the main function it serves is to deter people from actively engaging in politics uh blackpilling yeah it's just a pure demoralization engine there's a lot of that on the left yeah on the so-called like dissident left just like oh black pill log off grill just like a lot of like apoliticism or also just being so repulsive and ineffective that you're just like i don't want anything to fucking do with anything like that like which is kind of the same right, we thing you know <laughs> we got that too <laughs> we definitely have that too <laughs> yeah it's i mean that's black well, we have that in a different effect, way though, too yeah well i hope i hope you uh come back on twitter or just like uh or if shit maybe i'll go to fucking gab i don't know I come to gab shit. so on gab <laughs> i'm at 9-11 a <laughs> <laughs> spelled out with the letters not the sure. numbers <laughs> Um, if anybody wants to follow me on Gab. Based. And then on Telegram, I'm uh, t.me slash genie energy. Hey. Yeah, yeah. You should, you should come and you should bring all the leftists with you. <laughs> yeah, they, they won't follow We're me. missing that. Yeah, yeah. I would love to have just like a... An, an environment where like we're not being caged in by like the possibility of losing our accounts and we could just like confront these people so it'd be great if they came to gap they're not gonna but yeah i mean they they fucking hate me especially after the lefties posting i was saying but uh but yeah i mean maybe maybe i'll come over uh maybe i'll do both see what it's like see if it's better but uh but yeah this is great man i mean this is good to it's good to hear from you and uh yeah but, uh, you should come on another time this, we don't we don't usually talk to a lot of uh right when we talk to people in the gray in the middle or kind of like ambiguous but we don't we don't talk to i mean you're you're probably more uh you know not uh hard lined in in any category either but uh but it's good to talk to someone of that uh milieu yeah i'm like not hard line but i'm on the right for sure versus you guys are not hard line but on the left yeah in, basically yeah. in, in this basically, sense yeah. you know the the right and the left wing of nasbols right right right, right. <laughs> as much as i tell people not to say i'm on the left like i yeah i mean it's undeniable that i'm i'm put in that sphere for sure we used to call ourselves the left wing of the alt right <laughs> if it works right yeah right but yeah this is great yeah man. it's good talking to you